0: Hey, Rach. How's it going, dude?
1: All right. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be the best. I'm so stoked.
1: Hey, girl. You want a beer? All right. Aw, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey, um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Hello, and welcome to We Are Weezer episode 16, and we are taking you back, back to the shack. I'm Rachel. I am Rick. And welcome.
0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back, episode 16, Sweet 16.
1: rick can you believe it's been 16 already i i feel like it's going too fast
0: do we want the commercial sweet answer or do we want the real answer
1: the real answer
0: oh my god yes yes i can (laughs) it's been so many episodes
1: does it feel like that many episodes though
0: no not really And when I think about the number itself, 16 isn't a lot, but so much has gone into the show that uh, it's just a ton of content. We've put out a lot of content, hours and hours, maybe a whole day's worth at this point. You could listen to us for 24 hours straight.
1: Ooh, you could binge on us at this point.
0: We are binge worthy at this point, yes. I like it. How are you, Rachel? Binge
1: away. I am the same, I am still tired the I same as it ever was <laughs> same as it ever was The same as it ever was
0: <laughs> and oddly enough we're just a couple of talking heads uh can you tell him am a dad
1: oh my god you don't ever do that again
0: dad jokes
1: um dad just jokes kidding. Do it. practicing my dad jokes <laughs> horrible jokes in your face um the worse the better uh I'm still painting and priming, but I, I I feel like we're getting closer. The new projected move-in date is December 15th. We'll see. We'll see. Wowzers. I'm praying. Yeah, I'm super done and just can't. I can't wait. But once I get in there and I have beautiful brand new floors and walls and bathrooms, I'm going to be very, very happy, so it's all going to be worth it, right?
0: Uh, I would say so. I mean, I my experience was the opposite of yours. I bought a house, moved in immediately, and have been slowly drip, drip, drip just doing things as I go. So it's been a year where I finally got a huge amount of things done.
1: Well, I, I think we're still going to have lots of things to do. It's just the the big, gigantic initial stuff that is just taking forever. I mean can I I can rant? The, the the people before us literally painted every room a different color and a different bright color so you can't just paint the wall. You've got to primer it like 3 times because it's red or green or Winnie the Pooh. What a and, gaggle uh, of douchebags. They meant well. They were happy. They had a colorful house. And it just sucks for us. And it's a thing. So it's all good. Um, it just is a lot of work. But what else?
0: Yeah, doing um, anything to a house is like you have to do it in football time. Football is only an hour <laughs> long, but it's actually three hours long.
1: Yes. Because it's like pause and go talk about this thing over here for half an hour.
0: Look, it took me almost two months to get a fence replaced. And I still have to wait another month before I can seal it and it's actually finished. So it just never stops. Don't buy a house, everyone, (laughs) who hasn't, who's listening.
1: I mean, if you're rich and you can afford a house that's like brand new... Where you don't have to do anything, that would be optimal. Yeah, just be rich. I think. Just be rich. And like pay people to do things quickly. Or have it be done before you move in. Like Beyonce. Or anyone who has lots of money. Like everyone in Beverly Hills. (laughs) Did I tell you, when when Amy and I went on the Hollywood bus tour... We went through Beverly Hills, and it's just so beautiful there. I just, I can't believe people live like that. It's so nice.
0: My mother used to work in that area near uh, Little Mm -hmm. Santa Monica and Beverly Glen, I think. And Mm -hmm. I grew to hate that place because it has the same garbage drivers as everywhere else. And I, I grew to loathe being there. It's just like anywhere else, just painted better.
1: Yeah, and longer lawns and more attractive houses and driveways.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: I got to see Quentin Tarantino's house. That was cool. Really? I looked at his garage door.
0: How do you even know if it's really them?
1: You don't. But you want you want to. So. That's a
0: that's a good racket. Who's gonna get up on the bus and say, "Uh, excuse me, no, this is not Quentin's house. I'm his friend." And I got on this tour specifically just to let you know, (laughs) nobody. You could just be like, this is, this is Quentin Tarantino's house. And this is Steven Seagal's house. And this is whomever's house. And no one's going to question you.
1: I mean, they, they, we drove by the Playboy mansion and that was obviously the Playboy mansion and I never would have known. And so they weren't lying to us about that.
0: Playboy mansion, Playboy mansion.
1: Well, they had like a Hugh Hefner shrine, you know, cause he, he went. And so they had like balloons and, and stuff on the gate. It was nice. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's new with you? What's going on? How's uh, the babe?
0: The babe, my wife, she's great. Still a babe after all these years, <laughs> the baby is adorable. He's turning into a little human being. He can sit up on his own. Uh-huh. We think Aww. he's starting to get a tooth. Um. Aww. He just had a checkup with have his like doctor. A,
1: a mooby or a moby or boppy or what's the thing that helps him sit up?
0: So it's called a, a, a bumpy or something like that. It looks like a little uh Jedi council chair. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. his little his little chunky leggies were too big. He got stuck in it, so we had to return <laughs> it. So we got him a different one. Um
1: uh, just the horseshoe, right? Like it's like a pillow.
0: It, no, the boppy is, we have that for the breastfeeding, but we got him an actual seat. Because on Thanksgiving, he ate real food for the first time, and it was adorable.
1: Aww, did he, he get it everywhere?
0: No, he can already eat properly from a spoon. He put the spoon in his mouth, and he scoops the food out with his upper lip, and he just eats it. He didn't even spit anything out.
1: It's, he's like, I got this. Don't he, you worry.
0: He's already grabbing the spoon and taking it away. Like, if you try to drink something, Aww. he takes the cup from you. Oh. The doctor That's at his adorable. checkup, I, he is so cute. I wish we could just talk about him the whole time. The <laughs> He just had a checkup for six months with his doctor, and he's like, you are aware that your child looks like he's 10 months old, right? Or nine months old. He's, a very, he's in like the 96th percentile for size.
1: Oh, wow. He's, he's going to be a big boy.
0: He's just tall and big and chunky. Oh, I'm so proud. But uh, nothing's new, <laughs> really. Um, just kicking along, getting through the holidays. Mm-hmm.
1: Life's good. How was your Thanksgiving?
0: It was wonderful. We hosted at my house for the first time. and
1: Oh, nice. both
0: sets of grandparents, my sister-in-law and my aunt were there, and my brother-in-law. And we were all uh, sit- seated around the table, and the kid was at the head, so he got to eat in front of everybody. It was very cute. We were all in rapt attention.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Yeah,
0: but life's That's good. I'm a happy for. camper.
1: Good. I didn't really have anything else to talk about. I mean, besides, I guess um, Weezer's going to be at Acoustic Christmas. Not uh, wait, is it almost Acoustic Christmas? Acoustic Christmas. Yes, K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Amy's going to be here. Uh, are you going to that?
0: Uh, no. Show? No, no, no. I, I will be... I want to win tickets. Is Amy going?
1: I don't... I think so.
0: Well, Juliet did mention to us recently that there's a trick. They say it's sold out, but for the most part, you can just show up and get tickets.
1: Mmm. Like, show up there.
0: Yeah, to wherever they do it.
1: Huh? Well, that's a good idea. I'll just say, like, I'm with Weezer.
0: I'm with We Are Weezer band.
1: is here. <laughs> I, I am. It's like in my name of my thing. I'm here to do a Weezer interview on One behalf day. of We Are Weezer. We'll get
0: there. We'll get there. You have to do 400 episodes of a podcast before the good guests there start you go. coming on.
1: Beg Carl repeatedly on every episode.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> but don't you have a thing that you want to share with us? Some news? Perhaps a person?
1: <laughs> Actually, yes, I do. Um, I think we should just like go on in and make the announcement. Although I think we've made the announcement... Um, but they haven't been on the show yet. We have two new graphic designers on the team and, uh, one of them, her name is Allie. She is here with us today and we're going to go have a little chit chat with her about her favorite Weezer album and favorite Weezer song and see what she thinks about Back to the Shack. So I'm really excited. And guess what? She's actually here with us right now. Allie, are you there? Hello, everyone. Hi, oh, Allie. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much.
0: Welcome to the team. It is,
1: yes, and the team. It is an honor to be here. <laughs>
0: Aw, someone's honored.
1: Um, Allie's pretty much super awesome she's a already doing her graphic design thing um, tell us a little bit about yourself Ali like just okay like if, um, if I met you off the street what would you say <laughs>
2: alright I um, obviously I'm from Michigan and um, so it's kind of far away from you guys but we're making this work And um, I really like Weezer, obviously. That's why I wanted to join the team. And I'm going to school for graphic design right now. Um, I'm graduating in May, so that's exciting, and it can't come fast enough. (laughs) And um, I really like dogs and to eat
1: pizza. (laughs) Now, I had my fifth grade teacher mrs bartley was from michigan and she had the same accent as you and now i'm putting it together um how is it in michigan right now is it freezing is it snowing what's going on well recently it's been um pretty warm like yesterday was
2: on um, the top of 60 degrees and that's hmm. very awkward and strange to have at the end of november it should be like 30s right now, but no, it's pretty nice out.
1: Gosh, I would die. I Like, <laughs> I can't survive in 30s. No, oh, no. Man. <laughs> it's below zero sometimes.
0: <laughs> wow. I miss the cold sometimes now that I'm back in California. Hmm.
1: It's like a little mitten over there, huh? You're the mitten with the lakes? Yeah, we literally are a mitten, I guess. <laughs> And don't you have like the most lakes, or the most, yeah, the most lakes in the United States? Is that Michigan?
2: Um, at the
1: top or of the my biggest?
2: Head? Yeah, the mo. Or well, we're surrounded by lakes. I think that's the thing that you're thinking of.
0: I just want or to point out, yeah. once again, how often awkward geography comes up on this show.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> And just Don't you guys have a lot of lakes over there?
0: <laughs> I feel like it's so funny like we always, Rachel and I always walk into the landmine of not understanding geography.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't even understand where I'm from either.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like, You're like we need to go you guys on a hiatus. Are like
1: hot over there in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> I need to be a traveler or something. I don't know.
0: Or at least look at a map. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> um what what do you get on your pizza, Allie? Cuz I'm a I'm a pizza person as well. So, I, and I know you said it's like your favorite thing and you're going to do that for your birthday. Oh yeah. What um, do you get on I, that bad boy?
2: I enjoy just, you know, a plain old pepperoni and sausage. All right.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's plain
3: old.
2: That's <laughs> spicy.
0: Only if well, the sausage me, is like spicy. it's like
2: the most normal pizza you can get. <laughs>
1: More cheese, yeah, Rick. So that's a little boring, you know. Yeah, what kind of pizza do you like, Rick?
0: Oh, just pepperoni.
1: Yeah, me too. So, Allie, you're crazy with your sausage. <laughs> you're out, you're out of control. I don't know. It's a, it's totally. a little a
0: little too liberal for our show, Allie. <laughs> we don't understand you, young people.
1: <laughs> with your roommates, what is that? Who who does that? Oh, you are
0: crazy. <laughs> uh, for those at home who weren't here for the pre-show that doesn't exist, uh, we were talking about Allie's <laughs> roommates.
1: And how one just like randomly disappeared and um, and how it's fun to have roommates, but not really. Yeah, now and, I have my own uh, bathroom.
2: <laughs> sweet. Yeah.
1: Uh, Rick and I are both past that, that stage, but it is a... Uh, A memorable point in life, having roommates, so, yeah. Allie, if you could,
0: tell us, pretty please, how you found out about Weezer and why you love them so much.
2: All right, Um, well, I found out about Weezer, I wanna say I was in like fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade, and my cousin gave me a copy of the Blue Album, just as a gift I guess and I took it home and you know since it was a gift I had to you know use it to feel uh, appreciative of it and I really enjoyed what I was hearing so I kept asking my cousin for more and um, ever since then I just kind of followed Weezer and loved everything they've ever done practically
0: <laughs> that is adorable that is the cutest story I've ever heard. Not even how you like Weezer, but rather that you like had to make sure that you were appreciative of it. That is the most adorable (laughs) thing I've ever heard.
1: Was it a CD? Like they just gave you a CD? Yep. It was a CD. It was like an
2: old copy of it. So like the case was like cracked, but it still worked.
0: Oh, that's even better (laughs) than a new one. Oh yeah. (laughs) The loving, the long loving tradition of passing music down.
1: Yes. Or I went to the used C D store and it was cheaper that way.
0: <coughs> That's true.
1: Thrifty. You have a thrifty cousin. <laughs> yep. So you said well, you... did your cousin actually like Weezer and like wanted to pass it on to you or they just Yeah, he, he really
2: liked Weezer also. Um he had a little band and they actually covered um I just threw out the love of my dreams. And uh-huh. yeah, they they always played in my grandparents' basement, and I would go down there and just watch them.
0: I'm oh so God. tall. Shout out! Can't get over
1: me. What's your who? What's your cousin's name? Oh, uh, DJ. Shout out to DJ. Good job, oh, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. <laughs> Passing on the the Weezer love, and oh, yeah. is the band like? Are they on hiatus now, or are they still? Oh, I'm pretty sure that was like a, his little college thing,
2: so it's not a thing anymore.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, darn it. Yeah. I um, wonder if they have recordings. That would be fun to hear.
0: That would be Sorry. fun. Yeah, uh, I'll try to scrounge that I have up.
2: videos on YouTube.
1: Ooh, we'll yeah.
2: have to watch it. Yeah, I'll send it to you guys.
0: So you said Let's that you have it. followed everything they've ever done since. Uh, when you got the Blue Album... What year was this?
2: Um, approximately like 2008. So I had a lot of catching up to do of, um, you know, other releases since then.
0: You were but also Pinky. right at the beginning of their weird period.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine what it must have been like to come in after like Hurley and just soak all that in.
0: It would have been the Red Album for
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: what's your favorite song
2: ever my favorite song ever Man. yeah by Weezer um, <laughs> that's a tie between photograph and the good life but I didn't want to take your song Rick <laughs> Aww. so don't be nice I you steal photograph. that song photograph <laughs> <laughs> um, really well like if that- it's your
1: favorite song it's your favorite song You can't really. I mean, Christina didn't care about stealing
0: Rachel's song.
1: (laughs) There is no song stealing. All songs are for everyone, or something.
0: Unless it's mine,
1: don't take my song. (laughs) Um, We were doing a little photograph jam session uh, before the show, and. I love Photograph. Why do you love Photograph? Um. Well, I like this song because, uh, awkwardly, I like it because it's
2: uh, rather short. It's only like 2 minutes and 50 seconds, but I find it awesome how it just kind of starts rocking out like immediately with reverse singing. And I've always interpreted this song as like a, a feel-good song uh, about making your own happiness and... Just kind of choosing your own outcome in life and
1: general. <laughs> it is True. a massively True positive that. song. Yeah. If you want it, ooh.
0: You can what have it. it? They
1: come and you can have it.
0: Ooh. <laughs> but you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Ooh. Cause everybody, Cause everybody wants what? a dream
1: oh baby Baby. (laughs)
0: something they can barely see
1: oh baby
0: and though my heart would break it's more than i can take
1: something 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 something
0: (laughs) a huge weezer fan right there everybody (laughs)
1: that's my (laughs) go-to something something and it goes with everything oh yeah I'm secretly afraid of getting it wrong and that to me is more embarrassing than just going something something. I don't know. I agree. It's like I can feel you on it's that. It's like when you think when you think um, the lyrics are something and that's not really what they are, but that's just what you like have been singing your whole life. So but you know that it's wrong. Like for yeah, for me, for it's um, <laughs> the Mandoki soulmate soul song. You know, it's um, something about like Roland rolling of the, rolling of, du- of the douche, roll another douche. Steely but Dan. I think it's Deuce. No.
0: Blinded no. by the light. <laughs>
1: Yes, we wrapped up like a douche Another the
0: roller in the night. I may be wrong by the band name, but I do know the words.
1: Rolling in the douche.
0: It's wrapped up know, like a douche.
1: Yeah, rolling in the douche. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. That's what it's always Rolling
0: for me. in the douche Another the roller in the douche. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so douche, much douche. douche, in that douche. Song. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyways. Anyway. Um, photograph is Green Album? Yep. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's the opening tune to the Green Album.
1: Huh. I didn't know it was the opening tune.
0: No, it's not, actually. I'm wrong. Don't Let Go okay. is the opening tune.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> green Album's good. I like it.
2: It was my Can't first really go wrong with vinyl it. record.
1: <laughs> Aww. Did you ever get your uh, fan club membership?
2: I did not. I'm planning on getting around to that pretty soon.
1: You were going to ask for it for Christmas or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. My mom already kind of told me yes, so that's good news. (laughs) Allie, try and
0: hurry up because you're missing all of Maddie Weezer's polls asking us what our favorite of three songs are.
1: (laughs) Every day we get one. It's very exciting.
2: I'll be sure to <laughs> jump on it.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I answer it. Sometimes, most of the time I don't.
0: Most of the time you, I don't, no. No? Nay.
1: I wish there were actual polls. I don't know why. It doesn't really matter. Huh? Anyways. um, Tell us how you feel about Back to the Shack, Ellie? How come you wanted to be on this show? You specifically picked Back to the Shack. How come?
2: Well, when this song came out, I remember I was sitting in class one day. I think it was like English class. And the vi- I watched the video. That's how I first heard the song. And hmm. it just kind of, um, you know, Brought me back onto the Weezer train since we haven't heard anything from them in like four years since Hurley, and so I was really excited about it, and I thought it would be interesting to talk about.
1: Yeah, for sure. And
0: we're gonna and get we're gonna get in depth wh- on that song y- this week. What's that? That is the song we'll be going in depth on this week.
1: Yes, I how do How do you feel about the video um i <laughs> I thought the video
2: was really strange. um I never understood like why they were on the moon, but maybe it's something I'm missing, but I enjoy it. It's a nice video, I guess. <laughs>
1: Did you, were you on the, like, ramping up for Everything and Will Be Alright in the End, where they did the little teaser videos and all that? Yeah, I've been watching those, I remember. <clears throat> so I think it was kind of like, in that, in that theme. I don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Also, so, uh, m- m- more recently, I think we've seen a kind of theme um, happening with Weezer and molecules and science and life and God and Earth and and so it's, to me it's like a full circle to Pacific Daydream where it's just always been on like the the side for them like this universe thing I don't know Yeah, I get that
0: I often feel like they just wanted to do a weird slow motion floaty time video. (laughs) I feel like music videos are the one true art because they seem incredibly hard to do and they almost never make any sense.
1: (laughs) And they don't have to. It's like the one thing that doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. People will still love it anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can be a weirdo in it and like do weird things. What, Rick?
0: I said, except me, I don't love most music oh. videos. You don't? No, when they're good, they're good. But when they're bad, I'm just like, why are, you, why are we doing this? This is silly. <laughs> because yeah. I, have, I have an idea in my mind about a song, and I have a feeling and a, and a, a, a very distinct perspective. And when the music video is so wildly off of that, I can never really reconcile the two, and that's my own problem.
1: I don't like when people are trying to be like sexy in the video. It's weird. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't get it.
0: Uh, Allie, tell us a bit about what you <laughs> are going to bring to the old show here.
2: Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, I hmm. guess I could. Let me think <laughs> well I'll be bringing you know more graphics to the table to interest the listeners into listening
1: <laughs>
2: um, I'm with work- the
1: website making it more attractive to your eyeballs yeah
2: I am excited for the website because that's something I'm also interested in studying web development and so I'm excited to get to work on that
0: too soon. I'm pretty excited that you're going to bring your obvious spirit. And, uh, um, uh, what I, what did I describe you as earlier?
2: Oh man, I already forgot. <laughs> I already forgot
0: too. This is good pod. Anyway, you seem like one of the nicest <laughs> people ever. And I am hoping that that attitude comes through because Weezer is a great band with great fans. And I'm really excited for what you're going to bring to the table. It's going to be a good way to round thank out you. our team.
2: Oh, thank you very much.
1: Yes, me too. And, and it's already been um, like easy and enjoyable and fun. And hopefully, you know, hopefully you're with us for a long time. Yeah, I plan on
0: Forever.
1: (laughs) Forever. Have you seen The Sandlot, Allie? I'm sorry, what? Have you seen The Sandlot? No, I haven't. Oh my God. See, we're old. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense.
0: I don't know that she was born when that movie came out.
1: You need to watch that movie. It's so cute. And that's where the forever came from. Like, you know how people are like, forever. Yeah, yeah. That's from the Sandlot.
2: Okay. I'm not a big movie person, but I'll check it out.
1: It's cute. It's 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 a family movie, I would say. <laughs> and the one boy, I think it came out when I was young, so I had a crush on like the main character. <laughs> so, Smalls. Good times. Yeah. He, I, he he's like a Ralph Macchio type type character i would say yeah a little also a good movie that maybe you haven't seen you've seen the karate kid haven't you yes okay phew <laughs> <sighs> okay everything's all right now oh, in
0: yeah. the end uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so we have um, uh, a fun song discussion coming up when we come back we're gonna break yes. down back to the shack uh Ali, yes thank you a ton for taking the time to introduce yourself we will probably have yeah. you back on give you your own garage segment at some point as we love to do
1: that Sweet. would be fun and uh um yeah thank you for coming and we'll we'll see you soon thanks for having me guys all right all right
0: until next time all right uh, oh yeah so we will Ooh. be <laughs> we will be right back with you for song discussion one minuto
1: uno momento
2: Disco sucks I ended up with nobody And I started feeling dumb Maybe I should play the lead guitar And Pat should play the drums Take me back, back to the shack Back to the strap with the lightning strap Kickin' the no, no hardcore Rockin' out like it's 94 Let's
0: turn up the radio We are here to discuss Track number two on 2014's Everything Will Be Alright in the End, song called Back to the Shack.
1: It feels like yesterday.
0: But no, it was long, long ago.
1: Over three years ago, in fact. Um, Back to the Shack, I think, is a beloved song by the the community, would you say?
0: Yeah. Uh, um, not in my experience, no.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, we can go there. Um, should I run through the the good the good stuff really quick? Yeah. The deets. All right. Back to the shack. It is <clears throat> if you were if you. Uh, did not know just in case it is off of the album everything will be all right in the end it's track number two it did not come with a Rivers cuomo song chronology number released july 22nd 2014 because it's a single um it was recorded in 2014 at the village in los angeles california It's good old three minutes and six seconds long. The label is Republic Records, and the status is officially released. Oh, and it debuted live in February of 2014, on Valentine's Day, actually, of 2014. If I'm not mistaken, didn't it
0: uh, debut live on the Weezer Cruise?
1: I feel like you're right. Were people on the Weezer cruise listening to Back to the Shack on Valentine's Day as well?
0: Yeah, I think they might have been.
1: Because that's not fair. I want that.
0: I'm sorry. I'm um, trying to validate my live debut information and I can't. I don't know where (laughs) I know that from. I feel like I used to spend so much time on Weezer fan forums that I get a lot of information passively. But I... I can never back it up. I think I
1: read that somewhere too. I think that it it did debut on the Weezer cruise
0: because I do recall I the fan response that I was aware of at the time being pretty negative. You know, because you had heard about a, a lead up to a you know a return to form album is being produced by Rick Ocasek, and um, for that to be the first song, I think was pretty disappointing to people. I honestly don't know and what the reaction was. Why?
1: Why? Why the disappointment?
0: Um, if I recall correctly, some of the lyrics were described as pandering and his vocal delivery was criticized a lot. The fact that the song was self-referential and referential of the fans that it just felt cheap and poppy, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a whole group of comments that I hardly recall from three and a half years ago. Um, And honestly, as far as the official fan club goes, did a lot of people like it? Do you hear a lot of positive things?
1: I mean, I think people were just excited that Weezer was back and uh, rocking out. I I would say you could classify the song as a rock out song. Oh, for sure. And that
0: opening guitar riff. It does signal that the rock is about to happen
1: yeah and the song's pretty rocking i think i it's totally got
0: agree
1: and like there's some jamming drums on this mother
0: in that great moment and when river says that he should play the lead guitar and Pat should play the drums. Pat
1: should play the drums. And that like mm-hmm.
0: mega resonant deep uh tom hit happens, that kaboom sound is just amazing. I always I always and, pump the volume yeah. on that when I listen to it.
1: It's it's fun. And I was getting into it today watching the video too. So I was having a a grand old time. <laughs> um so it was produced by Rico Kasich. It was actually written by Rivers and a, a gentleman called Jacob Kasher Hindelin. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Apparently he's on like a musical hiatus of some sort and only writes music with like one other dude but he used to write for Maroon 5 a lot apparently. Um, you know, that is one there thing. Was some kind of mention of Like Eminem or something.
0: The song was heavily criticized for being a co-write. People hated all the co-writes happening in the wake of uh, Ratitude and Hurley. Mm. And they're like, "Oh, it's a return to form, but it's not uh, Cuomo by himself. It's not Cuomo only. It's uh, another co-write, another co-write, co-write." And I feel like people maybe thought that that was um, in evidence in the lyrics. Because the lyrics are a little twee, a little silly.
1: I mean, the song is called Back to the Shack. What do you want?
0: Better lyrics?
1: Well, I don't know. Then you'd have to change the whole thing.
0: You know, for my part, I I never thought, because the shack refers to the house in Santa Monica where the band um, first got together. Yes. They lived. They recorded the video for "Say It Ain't So" there, where they played uh-huh. sack, but hack. Oh, they played hack. Is that what the '90s kids I say? Had
1: some juice and laundry. Carl.
0: Um, Carl being fastidious and dutiful, making sure things are running smoothly in the Weezer camp. Um, mm-hmm. But I never thought of that place as the shack. So the sort of playful back to the shack rhyme. Lyric scheme, I don't care for that. It just feels a little childish to me. I mean, I, the song for me, it rocks, but I love the instrumental version. I really don't care for the lyrics because they're so on the nose and so mercilessly referential of things in the past Weezer canon. You know, he talks about his dad and finally settling down with a girl and. You know, in this particular song, he talks about how he made up with his dad and settled down with a girl. Then there's five songs about how hard it is to get along with women. I just feel like the song lyrically sticks out like a sore thumb in the middle of the record.
1: Hmm. I think it, I mean, if you're looking at it in the album scope, maybe there you have some points. Um, I think <clears throat> sorry I think maybe being a, a little bit over judgmental of or maybe expectations were high because I mean this is the this is what they what they do um
0: but see m- my main issue with the song is that he says things like maybe I should play the lead guitar and Pat should play the drums Um, disco sucks and I was losing you guys playing the music I was playing and he says we belong in the rock world we have so much left to do it's like well then do that don't tell me you're going to do it and waste a whole song on the album talking about what you're going to do I always felt that Back to the Shack would have made a better fan club single just by itself in its own little world. And uh, Everybody Needs Salvation actually be on the record. I always wish those two things mm. were reversed. Because if How the- How about
1: we take out British Are Coming and put Everybody Needs Salvation.
0: I can't I can't go with you on that, Rach. <laughs> Rach dog, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, my um, harshness my harshness is only for the lyrical content and that as a composition. But I, I musically, I love the song. I think it absolutely rocks. And I still listen to it every time. Okay. It's not, I don't skip it.
1: I mean, I I can go with you on that because I don't necessarily uh, think that the lyrics are super deep and, and meaningful. I think it's kind of like a story. Like he likes to tell... On, what, what we just did. What what's the song we just did? For heart songs. Goodness sakes, heart songs kind of does the same thing. You know, tells you a little story and then goes into a a, a chorus. Um, and I think that maybe he was trying to get closer with the fans and not push people away more but maybe it kind of had the opposite effect maybe he was trying to you know apologize and and say we're back and i don't know for me it's all about the um the last two lines of the song Cause that's when that's when it happens for me. I don't know. Hello.
0: If we die in obscurity, oh well. At least we raise some hell. Yeah.
1: Well, that's when, um, like, the song gets fun for me. Because <laughs> it's like, if we die. In obscurity bum 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 oh well at least we raise some hell and then it goes and it like goes all crazy
0: the guitar solo and rocking out. Like yeah. I said, the song itself rocks. I guess as I've as I mentioned in the in a previous episode, my issue with it is so personal and specific, you can hardly take it as a criticism. I don't think it's a flaw in the song, but songs that are that meta and self-referential Really rub me the wrong way When anybody does it It drives me crazy
1: Yeah I'm trying to think of who else does it though
0: You know I couldn't think of anything either Even in <clears throat> pre-planning this episode I was like I should really come up with another example And I, I, mean, I simply I couldn't do it I rappers
1: do that Like
0: I guess it's a good thing I don't listen to much rap
1: People you know Talking about their lives Or whatever I don't know that a lot of people do it in the same way that that they kind of tell a story and then go into a like a rock out. I'm not sure. I have to think about it.
0: You know, I guess as far um, as the lyrics go, one of the things that bugs me is that two albums later Rivers has backpedaled. You know, it's he he's not in the rock world. If you listen to Pacific daydream, a lot of it is not rock music. It's pop music or what have you. It's like you're making these declarations and promises about how you should just stick to the rock world, but you did it for one and a half records. It's like, don't say you're going to do that. Just like do figure, you,
1: you know, like a, like just kind of like we're back in general and maybe not rock. Maybe he thought we don't want to go on this weird red album thing that we did. We need to redirect to the, our roots. We and need to not
0: do Hurley again,
1: even though I like get Hurley. another direction going, maybe.
0: And I, you can tell in our conversation um, that the song is divisive, you know. And I think that was, I think that is still true of the song. I think it divides the fan base pretty significantly. Um, and as ever, I'm fairly moderate in these things. I land somewhere in the middle. With yeah, it's pretty good, but. You know, there's lots of stuff about it that's bad, but I still listen to it.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't even say it's, like, up there for me um, in any way, shape, or form. But I tend to kind of be a little bit defensive of them and um, kind of lighten up when it comes to holding them to things, you know, um like holding them to everything that they say everyone is constantly changing and evolving and and you can say how you want to be and uh when you're writing something in 2013 or whatever and um and putting it out in 14 and having this feeling that you want to get out to everyone and this theme and do something different and and then before you know it your life has changed again and you're doing beach songs you know it's it's you know i'm just rolling with it basically that's what that was going your point
0: your point feeds directly into mine though which is don't make those declarations then don't be so on the nose just make the music you want to make and i'll go with you but i feel like weezer is at its worst And Cuomo is at his worst when he is attempting, purposefully, to appeal in a specific way. That's why I think Pacific Daydream, for all of its pretty vast differences to the previous catalog, holds up much better than Hurley ever will. And I know that opinion is probably pretty divisive too, but... Yeah. As I mentioned, Pacific Daydream feels so intentional and... Kind of blissfully unaware of its differences like he didn't do it to just be different even though I guess has stated that That's what he was trying to do.
1: They just kind of did it.
0: They just kind of did it and for whatever reason
1: yeah.
0: uh, the, the the pandering well, specifically aimed stuff just rubs that, me the wrong way
1: Do you think that everything will be all right in the end was intentional in every way? Because I don't think I don't know that I could say that either
0: no, I, I think don't they
1: were trying to find their way back
0: No, on, I think it was a very purposeful album. attempt To recapture some of the old magic Which, I mean, it yeah. worked the, the album is looked upon favorably I love it
1: Yeah, I mean, but it, for me It's not It's just It's not one of those ones where I'm like Oh yeah, I love everything on here I don't
0: It's my main goal in life to get you to love The British are coming
1: <laughs> and I don't even hate it It's just kind of fun now to make fun of it Because I don't like it really <laughs> um,
0: You have to play it for your kiddo As a lesson when he's old enough
1: I will Here's your lesson uh, The British are coming Paul Revere Via Weezer No need to go to school son You can teach him Let's what a diskin shirt some... is <laughs> A what?
0: A Diskin shirt. It's some kind of old-timey garment that Rivers references in the lyrics.
1: Oh. Is that in the lyrics?
0: Yeah, he says tear up an old Diskin shirt. It'll be the shot heard around the world.
1: See? See what I mean?
0: That's what I'm saying. You can learn some stuff.
1: (laughs) Or not. Want to hear it in a song. (laughs) At all. Um... (laughs) Uh, I already said who it was produced by. Rivers plays uh, his lead guitar and uh, does the lead vocals. Patrick is uh, on the drums not the percussion on this song. We've got Bry on the uh, guitar and backing vocals and Scott on the bass and backing vocals. Very nice backing vocals I might add.
0: Oh, not um, Mike. You actually added that.
1: <laughs> and actually, the song was released on a limited edition 7-inch record in the UK with no B-side. But I don't know was it released out here on a limited edition or on Not a, on not that vinyl? I know of.
0: No. Just a, I don't sa- think so. a CD. We could consult Discogs and find out.
1: We should. And on the um, single cover, it's basically the Everything Will Be Alright in the End picture, but no smooch.
0: So. I, I did really like the artwork for this album and all of its singles. I like that uh, Cleopatra and Da Vinci all had their own artwork as well.
1: Ooh, I did not know that. I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. the seven-inch single was only in the UK.
1: Huh. So here it was released as a like, um, just like a single and on a CD, I imagine, and like and no, like
0: a... it was just a digital file.
1: Oh. Ooh. Uh. Why not a CD?
0: Because nobody buys CDs anymore except for me. And me. I know. I've got you on the train again.
1: I... Yeah. Well, now that I have you in the back of my ear, I can tell the difference. Like, I can tell the difference listening to Spotify on my car versus iTunes on my car versus like the CD in my car. And you're right. The CD just like blows everything else out of the water. That
0: makes me so happy. Oh my God.
1: It's funny because it's true. Yeah. And there's a little picture of Jacob in case you're wondering uh, what he looked like. He's very hip looking. He looks pleasant as hell. He looks like a nice man. He kind of looks like... No, I won't say it. You know that show... um Turtle? I don't know. What, what's the name of that show?
0: Entourage.
1: Yes. He hey. kind of looks like Turtle. Hey,
0: I produce Entourage. Hey. Say hello to your mother for me. Hey. <laughs> um...
1: Is that what Turtle used to say?
0: No, it's um, Andy Samberg on Saturday Night Live making fun of Mark Wahlberg, who produced Entourage as a show that was loosely based on his own life.
1: Oh, Hey, I produce Entourage. (laughs) Is that your um, Andy Samberg impression of Mark Wahlberg?
0: Exactly. It's like my Mark Wahlberg four times removed. Hey, (laughs) I was in Boogie Nights. I played Dirk Diggler. I'm from I'm from Boston, huh? Hey, say hello to your mother for me. You're a,
1: you're gonna be a star.
0: I God love Mark love Wahlberg. I can't wait to see that new movie he's in in December about that.
1: I mean, Jay Paul he's Getty, an attractive man. Hey, also, I'm really
0: beautiful. I got a big
1: wiener. <laughs> he's good at being him. It's like it's like you have to love him for him. It's kind of like Keanu. You just.
0: Just kind of you plays know. himself.
1: Yeah, you love him for him. Hey, this is Saul. a Weezer
0: podcast, right? Not a Wahlberg podcast.
1: If you haven't seen Boogie Nights, I highly recommend it. it has a great soundtrack as well.
0: Yeah, just don't M- let kids watch Moving it. Moving on. Um, no,
1: no, it's not a family.
0: Back to the uh, Shack movie,
1: Corey. Don't even think about it. (laughs) Um, We
0: have to protect Corey from Boogie
1: Nights.
0: (laughs) I do recall a big, big push for the music video for Back to the Shack. It was a big deal that there was a music video.
1: Now, they have a fancy director named Warren Fu who directed the video. Um, The video debuted on September 29th, 2014. And... Um, Warren actually has done music videos with Daft Punk, The Weeknd, Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, The Strokes, Haim, The Killers, Depeche Mode, and more. Um, Warren Fu is an attractive man. He kind of looks like... Harold from Harold and Kumar, kind of. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, sexist. Like, compare people. Sexist huh? and
0: ethnocentric.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm looking at like this like edgy black and white photo of him. Uh, he <clears throat> kind of did like a nice little ode in an interview um, to Spike Jones. Would you like Would you like to hear it? Oh yeah. He said, in an interview with ToneDeaf.com, um, as to why he likes to do music videos, um, he says, you can do what someone like Spike Jones does and pull off something with a crazy idea. Some directors have a really strong aesthetic taste. For me, what I love about music videos is that they're constantly changing and, um, I think he did a really good job on the video. What do you think? No. No?
0: No. I am extremely critical of music videos because they often don't make a damn bit of sense. And I feel like that's their virtue in the eyes of some. Like, they can just be whatever you want. They can be any kind of anything with whatever's playing in the background. But... If the video itself isn't artful in a way that complements the song, I just kind of dismiss it. So I don't know why they were in space in slow-mo being weirdos.
1: Because Sebastian and the Aquanauts or whatever their fake band name was playing in space in the 60s. And um, jumpsuits...
0: See, I can't tell if you've proved my point or if you have defied it successfully. <laughs> See, that's So I guess maybe the video's good?
1: Why do I have a vision of them actually playing in a shack with like Christmas lights or something? Was there another video that I missed?
0: I don't think so, but you just made me think how cool would it have been if they went back and shot a video in that house?
1: That's like an what update I thought to they say I so thought it was like them in the garage uh, of the shack I, I thought it was that's what the video was so I was surprised I don't I've never seen this video before um, yesterday and I was really surprised that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be in my head and um, if you haven't seen it check it out we'll put it up on the site basically they're on the moon playing and um, rivers is wearing like a space jumpsuit and he looks really cute and and everyone's wearing docks and um, inside out 90s bomber jackets and except for Brian who is fancy as usual do you think Brian sleeps in in slacks and a button-up
0: he may he may not but he probably does coordinate his pajamas
1: Oh, he probably has, like, the matching pants and shirt combo.
0: Yep, an like appropriate
1: fifties man.
0: An appropriate ascot.
1: <laughs> I just think he's so fancy. I want him to, like, wear some jeans and a white T-shirt, like, once.
0: Nope, not his style. Surprise. He's the sass no? master.
1: He's always oh, fancy. No idea. Um. And you know, I thought it was fun. Then, they're they're rocking so hard that the W comes out of the moon, and they're rocking out, and it's fun. I don't know. There's some really cool uh, still shots that I that I got of it. Um.
0: I suppose for me another aspect of the go
1: ahead.
0: I suppose for me another aspect of the song that I don't care for is that I thought it was a pretty poor choice for a lead single and again a song that is not indicative of the record that it is on if you were to listen to Memories the rest of Hurley doesn't sound like it if you were to listen to if you're wondering if I want you to the rest of the album doesn't sound like it if you're listening to Feels Like Summer, the rest of Pacific Daydream doesn't sound like it. So I think Weezer is just awful at choosing lead singles.
1: Well, in, on this one, I thought that they were like, trying to reconnect, and that's why they picked it.
0: But here's the thing. The people that they're trying to reconnect to were waiting for them to come back. They didn't need a song to tell them, hey, we're back. We would know it when we heard it. In the big wide world who would hear this lead single, they're not going to know what the hell he's referencing. Because for Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they hadn't heard Weezer since Pork and Beans or you know, since Make Believe songs. So for the general public, it's just not a very good way to say, hey, we're back.
1: And they're like, What's The Shack all about? What are they talking
0: about? It's just more questions than answers. And I don't know if there's a single song on there that would have really been the best possible lead single. Maybe Ain't Got Nobody, but I have no idea.
1: But is that single worthy?
0: I'm not entirely sure, but it's got a great chugging riff and it's catchy as hell.
1: It is a good one. Yeah, I don't know I, I don't know see and that's another thing about that whole album while I love it I also don't love it um, I love future scope trilogy I actually like the shack I I like um, go away foolish father uh, there there's a few that I really like and but I mean I'm not a big fan of the history ones. And, I feel or
0: that as a record it's kind of on Bambi legs, you know? They're just getting their mojo back. Y-
1: yeah, that's true. It's like a we're easing in to ourselves, maybe.
0: Again, and that's that's what they needed to give us the white album. And I think that's also Yes. I feel like, you know, the white album and everything will be all right in the end are what allow an album like Pacific daydream to exist and feel like a Weezer record and not feel like some weird Cuomo experiment.
1: Yes. And dear God, they got it right on the white album. So hard where every song is awesome. And I don't feel weird about any of the songs on that. Um, so whatever we'll let it slide. I don't you know, it's it's good. I don't hate it It doesn't hurt my ears as I would say um, Did you have anything else exciting to add about the song N-
0: No, not especially I don't think the song lends itself to a lot of excitement there are better songs on the album and I'm kind of of the mind that this song should have been left off the album, truthfully.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I would have done a different music video. And they had some kind of, they had fun um, stickers that came out with this one, right? Um, with shacks on them, little shacks. Orange. I do not recall that. Oh. I will send you a picture cuz I think I got one with like as a special little added bonus with something. Huh. Um it's like a little shack. It was like something you could buy. I I thought you were like all up on this album happening.
0: I don't remember the stickers. I'll have to check my fan club package. I'm not a big sticker yeah, guy. Yeah,
1: it's like orange and brown. Oh, I, I remember I that sticker. Remember it I'm like, I remember now. It's orange and brown. Like, who wants this? You know, the Bears.
0: Eulogy for a rock band. That would have been a better lead single.
1: I don't know about lead single, but it would have been a good single.
0: Just the sort of ironic, wheezery statement, like, "Hey, we're back," but we're talking about a band that definitely isn't us being useless Maybe. now, but it could be us.
1: <laughs> Yes. And I really like Foolish Father.
0: Oh, that's a beautiful song. I feel like that's unequivocally in the tops of that album.
1: What were the other ones that were on the Panopticon?
0: Oh, God, don't quiz me again.
1: Mm, I've had it up to here. Ain't Good.
0: Even uh, though I've had it up to here it just sounds like a darkness song.
1: How does that one go?
0: Um, I don't want to find myself homogenized. Uh, don't want to become the mm-hmm. very thing that I've despised. Of course, that was co-written by the guy from the darkness. I believe in a thing gonna love. So, of course, it sounds like a darkness song.
1: <laughs> Ain't got nobody.
0: Nope, different song.
1: I think that the singles should have been "Ain't Got Nobody." Eulogy for a Rock Band, and Foolish Father.
0: Or how about Go Away?
1: I don't know if that could be a good single because it's got the girl in it.
0: Duets were a big deal in 2014. Were they? Yeah, and Bethany Cosentino has a beautiful voice, and that song is achingly beautiful, and it's so sing-alongable.
1: Oh, I love the song, don't get me wrong. It's one of my faves, as well as Lonely Girl, but... I'm just thinking of Weezer singles.
0: I don't know. For
1: this album, for unknown reasons. Um,
0: You want to rate this bad boy?
1: Yes. Oh, whatever rating it without me. Hold on. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you.
0: That's all right. Um, I will go first, since you were compiling your rating. Okay. I give Back to the Shack one lightning strap, one smooch, one pat jammin' on the drums, and one river's head for a total of seven.
1: Ooh. Okay, I give Back to the Shack a lightning strap, a Weezer prom picture, pat jammin' on the drums, and a Blazer Brian. For a total of 8. Do the math. 15. Divided by 2, 7.5.
0: Yeah, We Are Weezer gives Back to the Shack back a
1: 7.5. Oh. And
0: just to wrap it up, I will say the reason for me it rates fair to Midland is that I feel like the strongest aspect is the music. The poorest aspect are the lyrics. and With
1: good intentions. With
0: good intentions, all the same. But the two put together don't make an especially great addition to the album. And I feel like it was a misstep for it to be a lead single because it's a misrepresentation and it's not the best song on there. So for me, it's like,
1: all right, cool. It's good. I, I don't think it did what it was intended to do for us, but appreciated nonetheless. It's rockin'. It's fun. Let's not read into it, folks.
0: Although we definitely just did for the last hour.
1: And I, I still really like it. And I, I, I love the video, and I'm totally gonna rock out to this song anytime I heard it. So, there you have it.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Um. Coming um, up next,
1: we're gonna go somewhere.
0: We're gonna go in the garage with Amy.
1: I I am very excited.
0: Apparently she's going to I heard
1: she's got some quiz us. Oop, jinx. What?
0: It's dangerous to jinx on a podcast, just four hours of silence. <laughs> but um uh, Yes, go ahead. What did you say? Okay, she's gonna quiz us on everything will be oh. alright in the end. Trivia.
1: Ooh. I'm excited. I me love too. me some trivia. Some triv. Yeah.
0: So we will <laughs> Be right back in just a moment. And back we, to the shack? N- oh no in in the garage. <laughs> we'll be right back.
1: Amy, are you there?
3: I am. Come on in.
1: Hey,
0: can I come in too?
3: Well, thanks. Oh, Uh, hey, Rick. I'm happy you showed up. Let's go.
1: Yay. No Rick's allowed. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah. Sorry. This is a girl. Just kidding. No, I can't even fake it.
1: How are y'all? You can't even do a a fake Valley girl accent?
3: I know. I can barely do a for real Texas accent. (laughs) Y'all, that's as good as it's going to get.
0: So, like, I'll do the Valley before. Girl accent
1: for the rest of the segment if you guys don't mind. And I'll you pretend can... I'm from Texas.
0: Oh my God. You, go. you, <laughs> you totally sound like you're from Texas, Rachel. Oh my God.
1: Well, thank you there, partner.
0: <laughs> you sound so, like, tall, dark, and handsome. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh, shucks. Uh, my, uh, uh, my spurs are spinning. I don't know. I know that that's not are you, even. Are you shaking in your boots? <laughs> <Should> she <laughs> Did just shaking my, my boot.
0: My spurs are spinning. Oh. I don't.
1: <laughs> uh. Sorry. So we're anyway. here
0: in your garage, Amy. What do you have for yeah. us this go round?
1: Well, I'm so excited.
3: Um, I I like to consider myself well. My husband is truly the game master in our household, but I I am the game master of this podcast. And because ooh. of that, I, I, how about a good old game of trivia? I get to be like, I'm all like about it. Alex Trebek. And you guys get to be the contestants, only you don't have to answer in the form of a question. Just have to say the answer.
0: Pre or post okay. mustache.
3: Ooh, ooh. Uh, mm, that's hard. It's like it's like, which version is better, Riker with or without facial hair?
0: Oh my God, that answer well, definitely with. I yeah. was gonna say that answer is already
1: answered with.
3: Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right, trivia. So let's let's, he was okay let's lay out some w- Even at the end there, when he started getting chunky.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's lay out some rules. I don't know. So we don't actually have buzzers. So, I want the two of you, just so because I'm the judge, and what I say goes, no arguing. Number one, don't argue with the judge, or nobody wins. No soup for you. Um, number two, when, when you want to ring in, or do, when you want to ring in, if you think you know it, just make a, a buzz noise, or, or like a wee noise, or some kind of noise.
0: I'm going to um, go with turkey it. gobble.
3: Uh, I mean, can you say that quickly?
0: No, no, no! It's gonna
1: be. <laughs>
3: oh, okay, that works. That's perfect. Rachel, what's gonna be your noise so I know?
1: Um, I'm going to do the famous. Uh, do a cat gr- river. River's grunt. Ah. Uh. Okay. Th- that is perfect. You
0: got to put a little perfect. more a little more okay. grit into it. It's got to be more like a. Uh.
1: More crunch?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like a uh, or an, uh exact
3: <laughs> So these questions range from super easy to kinda not easy. So I really hope you guys enjoy my game. Are you ready to play?
1: Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it.
3: Okay, Rick, are you ready? Okay. I am. Question number one. What date was everything will be all right in the end released? Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, it was originally supposed to be released on September 30th. And I was excited because that was my wedding anniversary. But then they pushed it back oh. a week. Came out on, on, on October 7th, 2014.
3: Oh, good job, Rick.
1: Good job.
0: Yeah, girl, get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I clap not know, but I, one of my hands is holding a mic
3: I didn't know that it was supposed to come out in um, September 30th yeah
0: it was supposed to be the original release date and they're like we're sorry but uh, it's coming out a week later because of delays and who knows why they never hmm. explained it
3: well, hmm. alright maybe maybe they had problem with uh, shipping or something I don't know. Was <laughs> <laughs> Manhead their
1: uh, produ- producers at the time?
3: No comment. Oh, no sorry, Manhead. Uh,
1: yeah. It's a thing. Sorry. It's a thing now. It it's is turned I mean, into it a funny joke.
3: It really has. Um, I'm gonna keep my opinions to myself because all my stuff, my one thing came, and it was just fine. Even though it came forever, Manhead, looking at you. Hey, moving on.
0: Question. Yeah. What do we win? And are we keeping score?
3: Yeah. You win a. I'm keeping score. Absolutely. Uh, You win the. I will. I will get you a thing. Um. I I don't know what that thing is yet, but I will get you a thing. Okay. That's all I can say. Okay. You get a thing. (laughs) Of some. A
1: big hug. An air five. Uh
3: An air five. I'm good with an air five. But no, I'm going to get you a thing. (laughs) Whoever wins, I'm going to mail you or see you uh, give you a thing. And yeah, it'll be great. So we'll see. So Rick has one. Rachel has zero for now. Mm. For now. But be ready. Are we ready for question two? We are ready. Yes. Okay. Question number two. What is the name of the monster on the cover of the album? Everything will be all right in the end. Uh. (laughs) Ugh! Yes, Rachel.
1: (laughs) Smoochie McSmoocherson.
3: That is correct! Good job. Also, fun fact, the fan club came up with that name, which I'm all for.
1: I did not know that.
3: Well, or the fan community came up with that per Weezerpedia. So yeah. Smooch is a fan I clubber. Always, I wonder what I his number
1: is. Wondered where the heck. Because you know he didn't name it. His are just yeah. you know, monster monsters. Yeah. I forget what the title the of that monster. one is. Very cool.
0: Alright it's one to, to one. one. So we're tied.
3: Rage Dog. Like it is it. one to one. You guys are doing so great. I'm so proud of you. I'm really happy that you know my answers, although those two are pretty kind of easy. So, um, oh, this one, I'm, mm, Are you ready for question three? Yes. Okay. What are the three themes found on the album and bonus, if you can name the songs in each theme? Uh. Yes, Rachel.
1: <laughs> um father figure panopticon man in his 30s and a, a young woman <laughs> That yes. is that's close sort of um the songs in the ladies well, one of them is Cleopatra. Your mm-hmm. favorite?
3: Yeah, my favorite, the- Cleopatra. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. And I don't know. Okay, that's it. I'm out. I- after that, okay, no bonus okay. for me.
3: Rick, <laughs> Rick, would you would you like to take a crack at it? Do you want to? Do you know the official names? Because Rachel, w- Rachel was close. I'll give her that. Do you I, know the official names?
0: I think I know the official names.
3: Oh, hit me with your best shot. Let's go.
0: Hit me with your best shot. Down, down, Fire away. That's not what you meant, huh?
3: <laughs> I mean, I said it for a reason, so I'll take it.
0: She tees him up and what I knock him like? out of the park.
1: Hold on. Yep. Hold your horses. Okay. Do um, it.
3: But no, no. We like, hold t- on. Let I me mean,
1: unhighlight. You- let me unhighlight here.
3: No, no. <laughs> we- Oh, yeah, i not right. nobody's gonna get points on this.
0: well, I'm not looking <laughs> at the answers. I'm not cheating, Rachel.
3: <laughs> Are you looking at Weezerpedia, Rick?
0: No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the reason I'm stalling so much is I'm trying to see it in my head because I've looked at the liner notes so much and I know it's three okay. year old it's three That's year fair. old data. okay?
1: Hold I on. know you know the, three, the Belladonna ones
0: the three themes I know
1: you've said them to me out before.
0: The three themes are the relationship with the fans, relationship with fathers, relationships with women. So it's the uh, mm-hmm. panopticon artist, Belladonna,
3: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. uh, and the father one is um, patriarch, Patriarchia.
3: There you go! Wow! Yeah. Look at you! I'm I'm impressed. Good job! Good job! You did take too long, so you get no points.
0: That's bullshit! I knew the answers. <laughs>
3: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But truthfully so, can we
0: Can um, we award Rachel some kind of half a point do you get the bonus Can she get a bonus I mean, because no, she, she did... primed me
3: Oh no no She did Um, She said them all Because the relationship with the fans The father figure one is uh, A man in his 20s I believe Or is that relationship with women
1: uh. I don't remember
3: I think I think you actually alluded to them all, um, so just in different I'm words. Kind of, yeah, but I'm giving you both points for that one because that was kind of a hard one. Yeah. Now, to collectively, collectively, can you name the songs associated with the themes or no?
0: Like all of the songs under the designation. Oh my god.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> no.
1: Well, I I for sure know that the father one is uh, British are coming because I I distinctly remember talking about that, and Mm -hmm. I know Cleopatra's on the women one, Mm -hmm. and that's it, that's all I got, honestly. That's not bad. Well,
0: the relief, the Father go figures.
1: Away, go
0: away. I know that one of them is the British are coming because the whole allegory of how the British were the father figure to the American upstarts. I think Rivers even talked about that how that song fits. And then foolish father, I'm just a, taking a wild guess because it has the word oh, father in it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: The the girl ones, Belladonna feels like that'd be pretty easy if you really think about it. I mean, there's yeah. what uh, Rachel said, Cleopatra. Um, She said Da Vinci uh, mm-hmm. Go Away Lonely Girl I'm a Lonely Girl That was lonely a song girl. from the Green Album
1: Lonely yep. Girl
3: Maybe that's why I like Lonely Girl so much Is because it was supposed to be on the Green Album
1: Baby come on Probably I think that Probably. this um, Album is very Green Album-y At times Yeah, For sure
0: I think that owes to the producer,
1: which even is- Rivers's accent.
3: Yeah, which is probably why I love it. <laughs> okay, so for the panopticon artists' relationship with the fans, we have I've had it up to here. Back to the shack in the wasteland. You guys didn't even mm-hmm. mention any of those. Back to the shack was an obvious one. I'm disappointed.
1: I know. Um, Belladonna. you should have known that.
3: You guys did good. Um also uh Ain't Got No Body and Return to Ithaca. And for mm-hmm. the Patriarchia we have eulogy for a rock band and anonymous as well. So good effort. That was that was hard. I woot,
1: love woot. me some, uh anonymous.
3: Mm.
0: So what's the score right I now?
3: Do two. Um, you guys are tied at two. Oh man. Nice.
0: Do we, if yeah. we tie, do we in settle with a knife fight?
1: I hope uh, so.
3: Mm, why why do you have to resort to violence? I mean. <laughs> I mean, oh, only, I mean, wait, only if it can be done in musical format.
1: Yeah. Can we fight like West Side Story and like wear West record Side Zos jackets? Like where you
0: break vinyl records into pieces and swipe them at each other?
1: No. Can we go into an underground parking lot and dance angrily at each other?
3: Let's do it.
0: I hate to bring <laughs> back not? an old chestnut, but when you're a wheeze, you're a wheeze.
1: <laughs> 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 I was thinking of um, uh, what's the one bad? Where it's Michael. Oh yeah, with Michael, Michael.
0: Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad.
1: I know it. Come, come on, come on. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay,
3: okay. Let's let's get. And this they back spend on like track. half an
1: hour going like and like.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, guys. For this, let, let's let's get back on track. We totally got derailed. Back to the trivia. <laughs> okay. Of everything, will be all right in the end. <laughs> Question four. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Get your got your mouth noises ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. What are the last three songs on the album known as? <laughs> uh Rick got it first.
0: Yeah, he did. Um I just realized that I assume I know the answer because we did a whole show about this, but I feel like now I have to say them. I'm gonna get them wrong.
3: Well no, I'm just asking what what are they you you can do you do you
0: right, isn't the question what are the last three songs on the album
3: known as
0: oh oh the future scope
1: trilogy yeah hello <laughs> I was over here freaking out like say it <laughs> well I
0: thought I had to name <laughs> the actual songs and I feel even dumber because no. we just listed them all too Oh boy.
3: We 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 did. The the key, the operative word was known as. What are they known as? Yes. It's okay.
1: The trilogy.
3: The trilogy. And I believe we also okay. did a
1: show entirely on it. That's what I said.
3: The Future Scope Trilogy. It is what you said. It's like it's like we're playing oh. uh or and Repeat on a boat. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> That uh, was my favorite annoying joke when I was a kid.
1: What? Well, how does it go?
3: Oh, Pete and Repeat were on a boat. Pete fell out. Who was left? Repeat. Pete and Repeat were on a boat. Pete fell out. Who was left?
1: Oh wow! And you just do that forever.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> make my sister angry. It's like the orange. I'm you glad
1: you didn't say banana?
3: Well, I don't understand banana? that one. yeah that's it knock knock who's there banana banana who aren't you glad i didn't say banana
2: it's because you're saying a lot of
1: so many times
3: right it's still not funny
0: (laughs) the phone goes green green i pick it up and say yellow pick
3: it up and say yellow also that one (laughs) okay uh it it is currently oh my gosh i could give you a list of really bad jokes rachel i have i like it i have them all um, so the score like is so three to two in Rick's favor. Okay. Rachel, are you ready? Rick, are yes. you ready? I am okay. ready. What two songs off Pacific Daydream were considered for Everything Will Be Alright in the End?
0: There were two? Uh, yeah. I only uh, I only know of one.
1: Uh, that,
3: no, I need two. Uh, Rachel,
1: happy hour, and feels no. like summer.
3: Nope. Um, Rick, which one do you know?
0: A weekend woman was considered for. It was written back during those days. That I remember from an interview. And,
3: yeah, yeah. Mhm. As well as La Mancha Screwjob.
0: Really? What?
3: Yeah, it's on Weezerpedia. I was in shock. I was like, I didn't know that.
0: I would have loved uh, to have heard and everything will be alright in the end version of those songs.
1: Right? I'm sure they're somewhere. The demo.
0: Crunchy crunchy guitar version. <clears throat>
1: hmm. I
3: wish I could hear that. Um and that's okay. Oh, I was But yeah, those are the two that were supposed to be.
1: I there, should have known Weekend just... Woman" because it was like kind of it was reworked, wasn't it? It was um, basically sounded the same. The melody was the same, but some of the words changed, right?
0: As a green album song.: uh,
1: Yeah, I thought it was Green Album, not you, well, Likely what happened right. is
0: they brought it out of mothballs, potentially for U-Bait, and it just didn't make it, and then it finally made it for Pacific Daydream.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm glad it eventually made it.
3: So here's here's the source on Weezerpedia. For all of your Weezer news, go to Weezerpedia.com. Um,
1: Ooh, that was like a little in, commercial.
3: I know. <laughs> uh it says in an interview with NPR on October in October of twenty seventeen, Rivers, dang it! Rivers is his name. I know his name. Revealed that the Pacific Daydream <laughs> track "La Mancha Screwjob" was also considered for "Everything Will Be All Right in the End," but didn't fit well with the overall theme.
1: Hmm, I know. Very cool. They just they just keep pulling things out of the old the old timeies. I like it. Yeah. Um.
3: But I would, I, I'm with you, Rick. I would love to hear that in that that album. I think that would just be even better.
0: Yeah, I love the way U-Bait sounds.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Are there any more
1: questions? I think that it's just, just right.
3: Oh yeah, there's one more. There's one more question. One more question. Pardon okay. me. Number six. Are you guys ready? Rachel, you need this to tie. Ugh. Just, just saying.
1: I'll see if I can do it.
3: What four formats was everything alright, will, everything will be alright in the end released in? No, 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 no. Yes, Rick.
0: Rachel, I want to give you a shot though, because I want it to be fair, but the, <laughs> the question actually has a flaw in it.
3: Oh, what is the flaw?
0: There were five distinct versions of the album, not four. I
1: different was formats? gonna say different formats. It, I. Oh, I, well. It's. Well, now that I'm looking, um, I was gonna say like, single and. Regular, but. I forgot about the tape. And what's the fourth?
3: Rick, what's the... F- Why don't you take a crack at Or the, the fifth. End?
0: All right, so... What's the fifth? There, yeah, what's the
1: fifth? There was, I don't know what the fifth is.
0: There was a cassette, a record, uh-huh. a CD. Mm-hmm. There was the mm-hmm. standard digital version, and you guys are probably going to call bullshit on me, but technically I am correct. There was a secondary digital format a high resolution version that utilized a different master of the album completely so it is a unique version of the album that had more dynamic range so i win on a bullshit technicality
1: Deal are you okay. talking well, about here... your nerdy itunes thing
0: <laughs> it was an, it's definitely it's <laughs> actually called like hd version but it's not hd doesn't really okay. work. it's just high resolution audio essentially huh.
1: but it was on well, iTunes, it was, right?
0: it was in it was it no well it was on itunes digitally so like itunes amazon whatever your streaming services but the version mm. from hd tracks or wherever you get your high resolution music from didn't have any master bus compression on it so it's more dynamic and it sounds amazing actually it's a really great way to listen to the album but i say that it is its I, own version because But it's would a you have to put that onto a cd that's the best way to listen to it unless you have good equipment on your computer. Eh. But did I get the the four from the question?
3: What was the question?
0: Did I get the four <laughs> options from the question? Yeah,
3: I was I was trolling you, Rick. I was trolling you. Don't do that. <laughs> yes, this you is did. serious you did. business. I I have digital CD LP and cassette Because you didn't um, say digital, Rachel. Did you say digital, Rachel?
0: She did not.
1: I I don't know. I didn't. But I probably eventually would have gone that sucker.
3: Yeah, you probably would have. So, Rick, you, you win the first round of Weezer trivia with Amy.
0: It feels like a Pyrrhic victory. I don't
3: know if there's going to be...
1: I, don't I can't know if wait to see what you're, round. what you're saying is...
0: Whatever my thing is, Rachel, you can have half of it.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, shucks. Well, thank you thank what, you, there, partner.
0: If, she sends me a kitten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, what, what, what,
3: what, Wait, if what if it's a, a living organism? Let's not kill things, right? Then
0: I will Rachel, take you're getting half a kitten. And
1: you can <laughs> 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 we'll ship him back and forth every other day. How about that?
0: <laughs> the world's most traveled cat.
3: Well, just just down the a couple blocks or however far you guys are from each other. I have no idea California distance. I'm so lost. About
0: thirty two okay. miles.
3: Uh,
1: thirty two <clears throat> miles. Okay.
3: I like well, to call it. That depends on how did fast I'm going.
1: Fun? I did. Thank you. That was awesome.
0: Considering that we have like, did the. You have fun? Yeah, you? I did. Considering that we have the uh, number two Weezer podcast in the tri-state area, it is fun to realize that I don't know it all. I don't know all the, ne- all the-, all the trivia, all the things.
1: Uh, yeah, no. no. I think that's part of the fun, is not knowing everything. Because if we knew everything, uh, it wouldn't be as exciting to hear like interesting new stuff. Because you'd already know. And then your name would be Carl or Rivers, (coughs) and that might not be as exciting.
3: (laughs) It's true. Although I mean, if if I was Carl Rivers, I think I'd be pretty okay. Just saying.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they ever listen to us and go, "Duh, that was off of uh, everything." You know, I wonder if they like if they ever have listened. Number one, and number two if they listen and they think we're retarded because we don't know everything that we should about them. I don't know.
0: I hope that they're super nice and polite about it.
3: I mean, I hope they're direct like me about it. Like, guys, (laughs) come on. That was a load of crap. What the hell were you thinking? Because that's how I approach the situation.
1: Duh, Rick and Rachel. Duh. Obviously, it was Panopticon and belladonna and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously
3: amy thank you don't very you much i guys know this stuff yeah
0: this was fun <laughs>
3: yay well, was. thank you for for joining me in my garage
1: um can we all come back now you hear sometime
3: um yeah just next time do a different accent you should do a new york <laughs> accent next time
1: Oh uh, well, anything is better than my Scottish accent. I have to give oh, say that
3: you should bring that back. That's <laughs> what I want. Scottish hour.
1: My Scottish accent garage. actually ends up turning like weird and creepy. I don't know why. Um. So yeah, and I don't know if I could do New York, like uh,
3: like New York. Uh, come on.
1: Go uh, have a pizza. Do it.
0: Do it.
3: <laughs> do it.
0: Hey, come on. What, you want I should uh, do a podcast with you or something?
1: You think yeah, I'm funny like a clown? I'm here to amuse you? Hmm? Eh? You well, a wise guy? <laughs>
0: the best part about this podcast is the quality only goes up.
3: It really, it really does.
1: <sighs> oh, Amy, you're going to be here soon. I'm excited I to am. see your face again.
3: I'm super excited. Are you excited.
1: going to the concert? Did you get a ticket?
3: I don't have tickets yet.
1: I'm trying to win so, them. We'll see. Oh,
3: That would be great. If you win them, is it a pair of tickets? And could I be your plus one?
0: Yes, I will, and I will yes. give
3: you I will give you Rick's present. That I don't have yet. That doesn't exist.
0: That is bullshit.
1: (laughs) It sounds like a plan.
3: That works. I would love that. I hope you win. Maybe I can try too. I'll call in from Texas.
1: You can. (laughs) They actually they stream it in the morning on like iTunes radio and you can I think it's a little delayed, but you could try. I don't know. I could try. Every hour on the hour uh, until whenever it happens.
0: Well, remember we'll what see. Juliet said, you can probably just walk up the night of and get some tickets.
1: Yeah, I'm not That's worried true too.
3: at all. We'll I feel pretty good.
0: Amy, do you yeah. want to just stick with us uh, as we sign off here for the night? Um, Rachel, Back to the Shack. It's a good tune. I like it. Pretty good. Kind of.
1: Good. It's alright. It's like, whatevs.
0: And I had fun talking about it with you.
1: Me too. So much fun.
0: Yeah. Maybe. What's
1: coming up next time, Rick? And Um, Amy?
0: I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Well funny you should ask or not know because our next episode is going to be a magical fun filled snow filled jingle jamble of love a very special Christmas edition of We Are Weezer with Weezer and their song Christmas Celebration
0: Christmas Celebration
1: Uh is that how it goes? Cuz I've never All around, around the, know
0: the nation I... There's a <laughs> ringing in my ear, it's the sound of Christmas cheer And the smell of eggnog makes me sick Oh yeah.
1: Makes him sick?
0: Makes him sick. Great song. Amy, have you heard that song?
1: I I have
3: heard it, but I'm the person who listens to Christmas music year round. And I don't have that in my rotation, which now I'm thinking, like, what kind of fan am I if I don't have that in my Christmas playlist?
0: Weezer has two yeah, Christmas horrible, songs that they wrote fan. for Christmas. I and know, they did a bunch of Christmas I covers, this. too.
3: I, kn- I know. I just forgot. I just um, added I'm, them I'm, to should... my
1: playlist. I should send it to you. My, it's called Mega Spotify. Christmas. Yeah, you, you, It's free. So you can, there
3: you know,
0: uh,
3: yeah. I'll do it.
0: You beautiful people listening, you can find us on social media, on the Instagram, oh, the Facebook, the Twitter. Yes, we are Weezer. You we can are Weezer. Email mm-hmm. us your questions, comments, recipes, hate mail to weareweezerforever Ooh, at gmail yes. com.
1: If you have any special eggnog, fruit cake, or. Christmas cookie recipes feel free to share
0: fruit cake
1: uh thank you Amy for the garage thank you Allie for coming on to the show and introducing yourself thank you for the awesome trivia Amy um we will see you soon and thank you guys for listening we really appreciate it bye guys
3: let's come in next time we're something. Words here. Adios.
1: <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Adios. In the Shack. And I